Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus. Coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good for me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a hide of sin. You can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. It's gonna be. Welcome to the show. It's the Double Z coming at you from the HSHH, which is Hypersloth Happy Hour. Thanks for joining us. Uh, tonight is Friday, the 19th. Pretty scary, eh? But uh, if you haven't gone out and got your Powerball ticket, you better go and get one. And I want you to remember that I told you to do that if you win, because I'm going to need you to share some of your earnings with me, the Double Z, and the Big R right there. Right, Big R? Yes. What, what do I need to do? Because I'm guaranteed to win. Oh, you got to go out and get uh, Powerball. Or no, Mega Millions. Sorry, I was steering the people the wrong direction. It's a Mega Million jackpot tonight. Oh, now, Powerball is tomorrow night, and I think it's like $500 million. Oh, that's peanuts. It's fucking peanuts. peanuts. Hey, yes, you get $500 million peanuts. I'm trying to find my, my camera. I had a, an actual like Skype business call and then a go-to-meeting call, and I don't Ooh, like looking... Aren't you fancy? No, I, I don't like people seeing me in meetings and shit. So I, I unplugged my camera and I don't know where it's at. Tricky, tricky roof. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the necessity. I took a business call the other day, truth be told, in my underwear laying in my bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's precisely why I don't like the camera. Yeah, no need for them to see me. I'm not sitting around a desk somewhere eating donuts with a bunch of other near-do-wells. I'm sitting in my bed uh, pretty much watching TV and taking very, very, very important calls. Sort of like Trump, I could imagine. Oh, here it is. Jesus Christ. I don't know how it ended up on the other side of the room. You, like, unplug it and threw it. Like, yeah, get away from me, this fucking thing. They're going to see me. I'm having meetings, so I was probably angry. You don't leave it on? Do you, do you leave it on when you jack off in front of your computer? Well, yeah, because I'll record that. Right. I asked my wife the other day, I'm like, what's your favorite position, right? And she said, uh, asleep with her back to me. <laughs> wow. And you know what? Too. I thought that was awesome because said, she said, what's your favorite position? I said, you in the kitchen and me in the other room with the internet. The American dream. <laughs> this is the American. We're, we're fortunate enough to have two rooms. That's the American <laughs> dream. That is the American dream. There the masturbation room that. and the family room. Looking well, my friend. Looking very well. Wow, thank you. Now, folks, he's not really looking that well, but I say that to keep his spirits high. Well, I thought you were fishing for a compliment just so oh. I would say you're looking well, too. 
Oh, I know I'm not looking well. That's why I wasn't going to say it. And I appreciate the candor, whatever that means exactly. What does candor mean? Isn't that like a, a bird that's almost extinct? <laughs> you remember that? There was a um, like a movie in the, I think it was probably the late 1970s. And it okay. was like, about a, I think it was called Condor Man. Do you remember this movie? That rings a bell. I don't know why, but that definitely sounds like the name of a late 70s movie. Uh, if sure. it was, if I recall correctly, it was kind of funny. You know what? It was kind of in the vein of the, the uh, was it The Greatest American Hero? What was the name of that movie, that show that was on TV? Was that The Greatest American Hero? That's the Greatest American Hero, yeah. You remind me of Bill from The Greatest American Hero. Was he the greatest American hero? No, no. He was like his handler, like the guy that worked for the FBI that was like always getting him in and then cleverly out of trouble. Okay, well, I'll, bunch of shows. I'll take that. Who, is, who would you consider the greatest American hero now other than me? Uh, the, the actual greatest American hero? Yes. Yes. Um, Kavanaugh. <laughs> really? Yes. I like beer. That's my Kavanaugh impression. How, how you like that? Pretty good stuff, eh? Very good. I, I, thought I like it was, beer, uh, Rufus. I, I like beer and, and grabbing ladies' boobs while they're sleeping and stuff. <laughs> I can't believe I can't think of this character's name. I thought it was the drunk guy from The Simpsons. Uh, you know what? It does sound like Barney, too. They, you Barney. Know is when we were watching, like, my, my wife saw some of that on the news, and she said he talks like Barney from The Simpsons. Oh Jesus! And then Christ. at that moment, I remembered why I married her. <laughs> then twenty seconds later, I remembered why I was going to divorce her. Because she's a Kavanaugh fan. She's not a Kavanaugh fan. That's why we get along so well. She doesn't like Kavanaugh. Nobody likes Kavanaugh except for Kavanaugh and Trump. You know what we need to do? We need to make like a little meme thing or like a Snapchat like yes. filter that gives people Trump hair. So people would be like, oh, I'm a Trump supporter, and like automatically puts like a bad Trump hair on him. You think people would do that? Like I, think, MAGA. I think it would backfire. We we would do it as a spoof, so people would kind of make fun of it, but it would be right. adopted by the Republican. By the oh, I know right. that they would do it. You know that people would fucking do that. You know what we should invent? Why don't we just, you know how they have, they have like those hats with those fake ponytails in them? Yes. Why don't we just do a MAGA hat with a fake fucking Trump hair in it? I, I'm on the same page with you. I was going to say the exact same thing just now. You know it's a fucking uh, all-time bestseller then, for sure. It would be, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we can do that. Too late, we didn't, too bad we didn't get, we didn't hit before the uh, Halloween rush. But, or the midterms. Damn it, Rufus. Damn it. Well, he's still in office till 2020, right? Next 2024, year. 2024, if you listen to the, to all his fans. Well, I hope they rewrite the rules and he just becomes president for life. Well, I mean, he's going to rewrite the rules. He's, why do you think he got Kavanaugh in there? They're working on that right now. Mm-hmm. Over a few beers. Over a couple of beers. But it doesn't matter because Trump doesn't drink, right? <clears throat> for some reason, he had his own vodka brand. Well, How can you do that? I, that, that's when you're just an opportunist and you, right. you're not doing things you love. You're just trying to score a buck. Exactly, which is fucking pathetic. If you, he's a pathetic little man, Mr. Well, Trump. He's not a professor and he had a university. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And the university was being sued for what, like $40 million? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That but they overturned that, luckily, under some pressure from 
uh, someone, you know, they de- they deregulated the fake universities. We need to get what's wrong with Slothview? Was it Putin? We need a couple of people to go to Slothview, twenty five grand a semester. We teach them how to be rapscallions. Yes. And uh, I, I can teach them to play three chords on a guitar and how to roll a joint. What do you bring to the table? What what is I have a PhD, remember? Um I could drink seven Bud Lights in an hour and still drive a car at least from here to get more beer. How many honestly, how many beers do you think you could drink in an hour and still drive? I mean, I don't want to go there because I don't I've know because like I know thirty beers in a sitting before and still drove. I mean it wasn't the smartest thing I ever did and I, I woke up the next day going, Wow. You're, yeah, I'm I mean, impressed with myself. Let me just put it that way. I'm old enough now that I don't even try it, and I do all my all my drinkings at home, really, you right. know. But I I do right. recall in my youth doing that, you know, driving with the one eye closed so you can make sure you're just looking at one lane instead of four when there's only two. That's so frustrating. For that exact reason, I started having keeping a eye patch in my center console. It's so handy, the drunk eye patch. Well, I mean, think about it. I'm just like, you know what? Now I can have my hands at 10 and two or whatever the hell it is. And I can drive and t- turn the radio around or whatever else. I'd check some texts, you know, <laughs> every 30 pack or a keg should come with an eye patch. It should. Did you see this? They're actually going to start selling a 72 pack of natural ice. I saw on the news. <laughs> oh my God. Really? Where was 72? that when we were kids? What? How do you carry that? How big is that thing? You I don't know. You know. I think about it, I guess it's the equivalent of what three cases of beer. Well, they sell thirty cases of beer now, so that's two of those plus ten. That's a big ass case of beer. Yeah, it's a lot of beer. That's a pallet. It's beer. almost a pallet of beer. That'd be pretty cool. Though. I mean, you almost got to get one for and turn it into like a coffee table or something. You'd have to pull up to the convenience store in one of those like Home Depot forklifts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, one of those stand up <laughs> ones that seems like it would be impossible to drive. Yes. But somehow the most rudimentary retard can fucking do it. Yes, they can. And they, they just can, can't no, do it in a timely fashion. No, they can never get to what you want. Uh, dude, the last time I went to Home Depot to get what well, was actually Lowe's, same fucking difference, right? Yes. I had to get two boards, like two studs, two by four studs. No big deal. I, I'm sure they're flying out the door all the fucking time. I go there. Well, that one lane is chained off, and they're doing the whole forklift. Oh, right, like, yeah, yeah. And so I went to the lady, and I was like, uh, I just need two two-by-fours. Can I, can I go get them? Oh, no, no. The chain's up. They're forklifting. You know, can't do it. Let me go see. And she's got a piece of paper. What do you need? Two two-by-fours. Two, two, that was two-by-fours, right? Yes, two two-by-fours. She ran over there. She came back. They stopped, and they're like, ugh. You know, I got off their fucking forklift and got the two by fours, and she brought them back, and they were like totally bent and warped. She got like, you like oh, the F grade. I was like, no, I need the the straight ones, you know, the good ones, the high quality stuff. Exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a. Hack. I like the fact that they make them wear leashes to connect them to their machine. So they you call can them- never be like more than five feet from your machine in case of a two by four emergency. Well, it's like a wave runner. So if they fall out of the forklift, it takes the key out. Yes. You know what's funny? And I don't even know how funny this is, but I have a buddy, right? Good friend of mine. And uh, he likes to hit the vodka a little bit. Or he did. He actually stopped with the vodka. He quit drinking vodka. 
Wow. And, uh, and he he went to work one day, and he drives, like, one of those lifts. Yeah. And he tipped it over. Oh, shit. Yeah. And they sent him. This is a, this is kind of recorded because he, he actually works with another buddy of mine. And he had to go get a drug test, right? Okay. Even though he was drunk, but he also was smoking weed, and he oh, passed no. the drug test. What? How did yeah, that happen? It's like a some kind of fucking miracle. God bless him. Tripper, if you're listening out there, I love you. You know, I had to, uh, for work once, when I worked at that labor hall, there was a stint where I had to drive the big van where we took all the, the ditch diggers to where they had to go, and then I had to pick them up. And this was whenever I was gigging pretty extensively, and so I would, like, gig late. Sometimes I'd drive to fucking Lubbock in a night and come back. And so I wouldn't get a lot of sleep, and I'd wake up reeking of cigarettes and alcohol and still, you know, a little little tissy or hungover. And I remember taking... Uh, a crew to somewhere and getting in a fight and argument with one. Fuck off. And then I picked him up and we continued. But then he complained a bitch and he was like, he smelled the cigarettes and booze. Uh-uh. And they came to me and were like, you smell the cigarettes and booze? I was like, well, maybe I'm in a band, you know, what? <laughs> okay. And they said, well, you got to go get a drug test. And I was like, all right, fuck. So I went to get a drug test and it came back totally clean. But then, you know, I was under the microscope from then on. Really? No, not really. Now, you were cutting out during cutting the fight. What happened with the fight? I don't remember. It's just an argument. But they're all surly guys, and they're usually half drunk themselves in the morning. Now, this, this was a guy that you were taking to a job that you got in an argument with? Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you, you know, just be like, get out of the fucking car and just drive off? Well, because I don't want to fuck up the relationship with the client who needs, you know, these guys to dig ditches and... Stuff. Meet that guy. He would have saved him a headache. I'm sure he got there and probably fucking argued with someone too. I had another fight with a guy once. He was on the phone. I sent this guy out. I kind of regret it now because he was a good guy. Oh For no! Part, he must have had a bad day. Over cigarette breath got the fucking best of you. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. He, I don't know what happened. The the foreman or whatever at the place called me up and he was like, "This guy is unincorrigible. He won't do it. We're telling him blah 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 blah." And I said, well, put him on the phone. Put the guy on the phone, and he's quite uncorrigible and won't do what I tell him to either, which is out of character for him. He must have been having a bad day. Well, of course, I, I just go off, and I'm like, motherfucker, you were never working out of here again, you goddamn son of a bitch. Come get your check, and, you know, you got ugly. So he did, and then, like, uh, I get off of work that night, and I walk out, and, like, all my tires are slashed. No! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would have waited for that fucking guy. That scares me if someone's psycho enough to fucking do that. Yeah, I mean, this is East Austin during that time. Right. What is East Austin like now? I saw that there was a place in East Austin, some barbecue place, right? Uh Now they're being offered $1.5 million for, like, their little shack in the middle of nowhere so someone can put up a fucking Starbucks or something. What? Really? Yeah. I, well, I know East Austin is now, you know, what they call gentrified. Right, so instead of, of having any character, it's just one big shopping mall, basically. Right. It's like a giant uh, Starbucks. It's I'm a hipster sure. mall. Yeah, it's just hipster filled. It's like super fancy. Do you get up to Austin much? No, never. I can't imagine. The last time I, last few times I've been to Austin, it was just driving through. I would like to go and hang out for a while. Would you? Where would you go if you were going to hang to hang out in Austin right now? 
Uh, it's still, I'm assuming any place that we ever went or you ever went to is still open. Oh, yeah, sure. No no place ever shuts down that's cool in Austin. <laughs> are you being facetious or are you telling the truth? No, I am because places uh, shut down all the time. And there's a big deal about people complaining about noise. You know, they'll buy a house, a big condo right. next to 6th Street and then get some places shut down for noise. Dude, I saw a thing online where this lady, she, you know, the... The ACL Live, the Austin City Limits Live was a couple weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. And this lady was complaining. She she lived like eight miles away or whatever, up 360, and she was complaining that her window was rattling at like midnight from the base of the music. And she has a one-year-old. How dare them? How dare they? You know, bass rumbling and, and stuff like that would probably lull a one-year-old to sleep, I would think. I'm sure the baby's probably on Prozac or whatever else you can get your fucking <laughs> baby on if you take it to the doctor every fucking day. And they're like, yeah, try this, try that. I mean, that's all doctors do anymore. I hate to say it. Even my doctor that I've been going to for fucking 33 years or whatever, he only wants to fucking give out pills and shit like that. And, you know, I'm like, I don't want the pills, but I'm sure people are gobbling up, but... I went to see a guy, right, that goes to my same doctor, and I was like, yeah, that's your doctor the other day, just in conversation, you know, we're, like, making fun of him, basically, and he's like, oh, what do you do, try to write you a prescription? I was like, holy shit, I thought it was just me he was offering these pills to. All of a sudden, I felt, like, bad. I felt dirty. Well, like, those oh, pills- I thought we had a special thing going where he just offered me pills. There's no special thing. The pill companies give them nice ballpoint pens with the drug name on it. And, and I will say this. The one time, actually, I was in there a couple times, and the lady that sold the pills came in to give away the free pills. Yes. And she was quite a looker. I'm not going to lie. She was okay. a fucking looker. That's strategic. Come My on. My guess is that she probably does a little more than, she probably pushes those little blue pills, so to speak. You know, that's the Does one thing have I've never been pills? offered is a little blue pill. Was she wearing like a vinyl nurse outfit? Oh yeah, she was. She was wearing a really, really short skirt and a fucking really nice silky blouse unbuttoned to like her fucking the top of her, you know, like the connector in the front of her bra. And then you know what was weird is I went in and the doctor said, "Do you need the little blue pill?" I said, "Look, dude, does it look like I need the little blue pill? I don't fucking think so. I'm at full attention. I'm fully engorged." You just slapped him in the face with it <laughs> well it turns out that that was a test to see if i needed the little blue pill and oh, you have a clever doctor i do he's sneaky he's a sneaky son of a gun let me tell you <laughs> he's a sneaky one here's the funny thing i've been going with this guy for 33 fucking years right okay. and i saw him at the gas station and Uh-oh. i swear to god he didn't know who the fuck i was of course not. To him, you're just a big germ. <laughs> right. He's like, him, I'm a guy that germ. comes in pill shopping that never wants the pills that he offers. Mm-hmm. It's like, one day, I'm going to sell that guy on a blue pill. Don't you He'll get just... it, dude? You're supposed to come in here pill shopping. You're not <laughs> able to do my job with you. They should have those uh, like plastic arm baskets like you see at Walmart. <laughs> well, dude, let me put it this way. I went out of there with like a fucking sack full of Blood pressure pills and whatever pill they were trying to put me on at the moment. Oh, yeah. I'm being dead serious. It's like, I wonder if he gets, like, paid by the stuff that he gives away. Well, yeah. The more stuff he gives away. I don't see anybody getting hooked. You can't get hooked on fucking blood pressure pills. You can if you think you're going to die without them. 
I guess that's true. I guess that's probably true. And I still have those. The sad part is that happened like 10 years ago, and I still have every one of those pill bottles with almost every pill in it, just in case. Just in case one day I feel like, I'm going to fucking die. I need that pill. That pill he was talking about. Dude, you could sell those to some teenagers on the bad side of town in a heartbeat. You're like, you want your you want your blood pressure down, dude? All the kids are yeah. You need a beta blocker? Like, I'll block <laughs> yeah. some betas for you. you got, uh, Eddie Van Halen takes him before he goes on stage. Take the edge off. Take the edge off. <laughs> to keep his heart not palpitating. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he's... To keep him to keep his rhythm correct, because after all that cocaine, he really <laughs> messed up his heart pretty good. What you, that got LaCroix. Cocaine? what you got, LaCroix in a can? Yep, back to the cancer causer. Cancer causer? Is that the, the aluminum can is the cancer causer? No, this whole thing the other week, someone came out and said that uh, they were suing LaCroix for false advertising for saying... It didn't have all natural flavors in it. It actually had leno, linoline or something like that and some kind of limonene. And they were saying that the first one is a uh, something in a rat or a roach killer spray. Okay. And the limonene, they were saying, is something else. But it turns out that those are things that just occur naturally in nature, right? Limonene is from a lemon plant, so it kind of makes sense that it would be in a flavored water that is flavored with lemon and <laughs> the lanolul that's the name of the other one is just some other thing that naturally occurs in plants that's not bad for you but so now the ugly part is these people that said that obviously we're trying to start like some crazy class action lawsuit yeah. now LaCroix has turned around and is suing them for defamation and I'd say that the money I've spent on uh, LaCroix alone could probably take these people to the cleaners oh man good for you sponsored by LaCroix you should get some LaCroix ballpoint pens out of that deal. You're right. I should. I should also probably get, like, the cancer treatment. You know what else? Why? You know what else occurs naturally in nature? I do not. Cancer. <laughs> You're right. But does it? Yeah. I think. Now, wait I, a minute. I don't know if I would agree with you on that. It occurs, yes. Is it natural? I don't well, know. Because it's. It's actually an unnatural cluster of cells that is cancer, right? Well, they say that if you live long enough, no matter what, you're going to Oh, yeah. Get I mean, cancer. I know that. My grandma got cancer when she was like 97. Both of them. Both of them were in their late 90s and got cancer. What they they didn't think? die from cancer, though. They just died from being old. Do you know what they thought? I mean, being that old already and knowing your, your clocks well, went out. about it, you know, because I got to imagine it starts to make you feel like crap or something. No, I don't remember us having a you have cancer party for my 96-year-old grandma. I just, I'm thinking back, but I don't think we did. I don't think anybody was <laughs> happy about her having cancer. That would be a party, but like if I was 97 and, and I got cancer, it'd be like, I'm fucking 97. Well, I know that okay. it was, was definitely on my one grandma's bucket list. She's like, if I get if I don't get <laughs> cancer before I get out of here, I'm going to be really disappointed. Well, that, that's a good thing about cancer on the bucket list is it's you're guaranteed to check it off yeah. one day. Well, God, I hope not. Jesus. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I'm going to get cancer. I mean, the question is, does life just take you out before you get it? Uh, I don't know. Life's going to take you out at some point. Is it? It's take yeah. You. I don't know about me. 
I'm not going anywhere, bucko. Isn't that what we all think? I'm going to beat this thing called death. I fucking feel it, man. I never feel like I'm going to die or get old. But then I, I I make it through one more day, and I'm like, I wish I would just fucking die. <laughs> yeah, when, you, you, when you're having those thoughts, you know you're having a great day. When you're like, you know what? <laughs> Come take me now. This would be pretty nice fucking relief from what I'm experiencing at the moment. Yeah, I grade my days on whether or not I've thought about death. Only people that kill themselves are quitters. This is true. Or maybe they're, they follow through on their goals. I guess so. Yeah, I guess I, so. Maybe you're right. Maybe I don't, I don't have the guts to kill myself. I mean, I'm just going to say it. You're weak. You're <laughs> I'm weak. I mean, are you weak if you fucking give in to that instinct, or are you weak if you, if you don't? It's, uh, it's a hard task to execute. So I, I can legitimately say I've actually never thought of killing myself. Now, does that make me more likely to kill myself, I guess, would be another question. Because don't they say the people that do it are the ones that never talk about it? Well, they never talk about it, but they think about it. Oh, well. Hmm. I talk about it all the time, but it's just to make my wife scared. Just a metaphor. And when yeah. I say it, when I say it, it's not like me killing myself. It's me killing everyone else. No, me, a lot more people are doing, going that route than the killing themselves. They're just killing other people. Yeah, but th- that doesn't get you anything. I tell you what, if you start telling your wife and your kid, I'm going to fucking kill myself if you guys don't shape up. They feel guilty, and you're going to get everything you want. That's a nice spin to put on it. And then the thing is, if you can make them feel guilty enough to killing themselves, it's like like the ultimate fucking, you know, you've tricked them. You pulled a scam on them. You're like, ha, weak, weak asses fucking killed themselves because I said reverse psychology on them. This is why... Zigzag and Rufus are a thing, man, because you took that to another level. I mean, I, I came in on the ground floor, and you added the second floor, and now it's a thing. I mean, that's a solid plan. It's a plan. I want to see you pull it off. I'll be impressed if you can pull that off. I'll you gotta get You got to get them around the, the holidays, though. Seems when people are at their most vulnerable. Yeah. I'll, I'll start it around uh, the day after Thanksgiving. I'll be really depressed and, like, simmering pissed during Thanksgiving Day. And then I'll start breaking the uh, the guilt trips and all that kind of shit the day after. How awful must your fucking... You know, they say that more people kill themselves around the holiday. And all I can think is that people's fucking must just not want to see their parents or their family so bad they'd rather fucking kill themselves than have to sit at a fucking dining room table with, a, with them for an hour. Yeah, yeah, I guess. That's got to be bad. I mean, luckily, I got a cool family. They're all kind of funny, so... It's hard for me to think about suicide. Well, no, because you got you're kind of working on your wife and kids are thinking about it. No, no, I, I don't mean them. I mean my real family, like my parents, oh. husbands, and stuff. Well, I guess is, you'll know. How would you feel if someone committed with. suicide because they didn't want to come spend that hour with you? What if what if cousin Mike doesn't come next year because he killed himself, and then was like, man, I just couldn't fucking bear Rufus for one more fucking. Thanksgiving dinner just was too much. Some more potatoes for me. <laughs> good, that's a good way to put it. What's your favorite part? Do you eat dark meat tur- turkey? I don't know. The tur- turkey is weird to me because even dark meat turkey seems to be kind of dry. 
I like dark meat chicken, but uh, for go. Thanksgiving, I'll have some dark meat turkey and some white meat turkey, I guess. I prefer the white meat, and I just am kind of baffled that they haven't figured out how to make a turkey that's just all fucking white meat now. I mean, what, what are they genetically modifying if they're not working on an all-white meat turkey or chicken? I don't know. I like an all-dark meat turkey. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, then why can't they do that? They're I don't not, know they're they not working on the real fucking problems that are, people are fucking suffering having to choose between white meat or dark meat. That's right. You should be able to buy an entirely white meat turkey or an entirely dark meat turkey. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of racism, if you think about it. <laughs> it's segregation of the meat. <laughs> it is. You're, I guess our way would be segregated. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the whole aim of the mixed turkey with the white meat and the dark meat is integration, and we just or we just don't understand it completely. I don't know. I like to think that the the, the natural turkey that has both white and dark meat is guilty of cultural appropriation. <laughs> you know what? You're probably right. And it's they not- even have that little red flapper on their head to make fun of Indians, which I think is ridiculous. I'm going to boycott turkeys. Whoever did that. The Indians. Probably. Trying to make go back. The Indians, you see what they're doing to stop Indians from voting? No. <laughs> okay, you're an Indian, right? You live on a reservation. Okay. Reservations don't have any, like, streets or street addresses or anything like that, just okay. by the nature of a reservation. So in North Dakota, a while back, they passed a law that you couldn't vote if you didn't have a permanent address, and you can't use a P.O. box. So, like, 50,000 fucking Indians can't vote because they don't have a fucking street address to put down. How is that? Is that a state thing? That's not a no, federal thing. I mean, they can no, vote. No, that's federal. Well, wait, how is that possible? Because you can vote without an ID, but you can't vote if you have a P.O. box? You can't vote without an ID anymore. Since when? Oh, my God, dude. That's like a major fucking thing now. They're, they've, like, cracked down that because they're like, no, you can't vote. You don't fucking can't show who you are. Wait a minute. I just read a thing today that the the, uh, the Democrats are like campaigning to the uh, the immigrants coming over to vote, and they're not citizens, but they're like getting them signed up to vote. <laughs> where do you see that on Fox News? Oh shit! I don't know. I don't know where I see things. I think I you must have seen that on Fox News or Breitbart or wherever you're getting your news. I think uh, was it Rad, one of those fucking super white racist groups, or did Trump tweet that? <laughs> One of those, you know where you know the circles I I swim in. I do, I do. You're a sneaky character. You know what? I thought about this the other day. Okay, Hitler wants the fucking Aryan race, right? The fucking most pristine race ever was all blonde-haired, blue-eyed people. Yet he himself is this little fucking brunette guy, right? Who's very slight in stature. I mean, what the fuck is that about? He just called himself the weak sperm there. No, that's why it's inspiring, because he wants everyone to be better than him. You can get behind him for that. Is that being, are you being legit? Maybe you're onto something there. I don't know. Did you learn that? That's what my special club that I meet with once every week told me. What's the name of your club, Ram? (laughs) Ram. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that last episode. That's a real club of white supremacists. How, How fucking closeted gay can you be? (laughs) <laughs> what does it stand for, Ram? I can't even remember what it stands for. Here, let me look it up. 
Oh, no. I know. It's like every time I look something up, that's when my computer dies. That is odd that that happens. Well, I updated the eCam, so I'm hoping that that uh, takes care of it. But we'll see. We got about 10 minutes left if it doesn't. Ram, right? American Rise Above Movement. That's what it is. That sounds fucking weak. Rise Above Movement is a white supremacist group based in Southern California. They believe they are fighting for what? Let me see what they... I mean, they have, like, these gay camps, dude. I'm telling you, it was, like, the most fucking gay... If they watched that special on themselves that I saw on TV, they would all quit Ram immediately because they would realize <laughs> that they're all just a bunch of closeted homosexuals. They moved to San Francisco. Here, Ram says... Their thing says... Fight hate for good. Oh, wait, this is somebody saying don't join RAM because I'm searching RAM. Uh, they believe they are fighting against the modern world corrupted by destructive cultural influences of liberals, Jews, Muslims, and the effects of non-white immigra- immigration. So RAM, I don't know. I, they're Sounds all pretty gay. gay. It does sound gay, doesn't it? But I mean, watching Trump, dude, Jesus Christ. He's fucking, he's disturbed. He's just dumb. He is dumb. And I don't get... He gets these people behind him. You know, they carved up that fucking journalist, right, from the Washington Post? God, I heard about that. Over there in Saudi Arabia? Dismembered. Oh, my God. While he was alive. A live dismemberment. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. It's not good. (laughs) Don't. Do not. Do not go to liveleak.com and search Mexican cartel execution. I will try Just not to do, do that. You will see some bad I things. Watch I can't even watch. Remember when you were talking about watching people have heart attacks, like mm-hmm. online? I there's no way I could watch that without becoming fucking short of breath and maybe having a small heart attack. Uh, watching somebody get dismembered alive will make you be like, "Oh, okay, I'm cool with a heart attack." <laughs> it seemed like a better way to go. Yeah, yeah, a little quicker, even if it takes a couple of minutes. That's the scary part about a heart attack. You hear about these guys that go in like 10 seconds, or you hear about the people that really suffer the excruciating pain of a heart attack, and they're like, be like me or you, and be like, yeah, it's not a heart attack. I'm fine. Yeah, it seems like there's two kinds. It's like the one that extreme pain, and you're in fucking agony, and then you're just writhing around until you die. Then the other ones are just like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep, and you never wake up. I'm, I'm game for that one. That's the right, sign me up for that one, too. Sign me up for that one anything. But I think in the real world, they call that suicide. I don't yeah. think most people go out. Do, do most people die peacefully? Or do most people die unpeacefully? I don't know. I think a lot of people just fucking drop dead. You hear it? They just collapse. Gone. Yeah, well, there's something to be said for that, I guess. Or, I mean, now, when these people are in hospice or whatever, they're so drugged up they don't know what's going on? Uh, I would hope so. I would hope so. All right. Let's try not to be so morbid. Let's talk more about politics. That's not morbid. Yeah. 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 That's not morbid at all. <laughs> you don't keep up with politics, which is probably really fucking smart. But I can't help it. I'm obsessed with fucking I don't know why. I, I like to stir the shit stew. I like to go against the Trump tards, as I call them, and write stuff on Yahoo and stuff that because there's so there's something so fundamentally wrong with a person who supports Trump 
If you would have seen this thing I saw on the news the other day, and it was like this Fox News thing, and it was they were at this Trump rally, right? They're in the they're in the um, like the parking lot at the Trump rally. People are fucking tailgating. Honest to God, people are yeah. tailgating. I don't know if they're drinking. I don't know if they were drinking, whatever. They're all just sitting around in their fucking uh, like nylon chairs, you know, like folding chairs. Just sure. feeling the fucking hate. Just fucking breeding on the fucking hate and the thing. And this this guy goes around. He's an, he's a reporter, and he's right. asking this lady, you know, what what do you you know what do you like about Trump and all this stuff? And she's like, I like he brings. I mean, she went berserk, dude. She's like, I like he brings the country together. Everybody sees he's taking the country apart. But look at us, we're all together. And it's like all these fucking white people in their MAGA hats. You know what I mean? And yeah. the guy who's asking the question was a black guy. And you can just see the discomfort of all the people around there. And she's like, everybody, stand up, stand up, tell them that we're all... It was like, it fucking turned into like a, a Klan rally in about two fucking seconds. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I suggest you Google that and see if you can't find it. It was very entertaining. But I mean, really, if you look at like a, a Trump rally, it is kind of like a Klan rally. Well, any political rally, I want nothing oh, to yeah, do with. I, I agree with that. And I'm not all about Democrats. Here, I'm a free thinker, dude. I'm Yes, call me a libertarian, call me whatever. I'm an independent. I mean, the D- Democrats have just as many problems as the Republicans. They just don't have Trump. They don't, they don't have anyone. I mean, I they, they literally not... have no one. That's their problem. Yeah, I mean, they, have, they have no counterpoint. I guarantee you they're going to put Hillary up again, and it'll just no. be the same thing. Hillary doesn't want to do it, I don't think. I think the humiliation of getting I don't think, Donald Trump, I'm surprised she hasn't killed herself. I don't think Hillary has a choice. She's she's a cog in the fucking in the machine. She's deep into the machine. I think she's psychotic in that political... That's oh, all yeah. She's done you have to be a little bit of psychotic to be in the fucking... want to be in politics, I think. Either you have to be psychotic or a megalomaniac. I mean, I don't even know that Donald Trump ever but wanted to be again, president. They have no chance. As much as he just wanted to run for president. Oh, he did it as a lark, and it just happened. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Him, hey, let's roll with it. And you know what the sad part is? He brought out the fucking crazies, and they're now, like, everybody's turned into a crazy, kind of. Yeah. He just says shit. I don't know if you saw this thing. He, he They had, like, a, a thing of him the other day talking about this Khashoggi guy getting fucking murdered. Right, or whatever, and he doesn't want to believe that it happens because the Saudis are his friends because, you know, they're buying $100 billion worth of arms from America or whatever, and they bought $50 million luxury apartments from him and all that shit, right? So he's like, no, I don't want to step on their fucking toes. Then, in the same sentence, he talks about, he was in Iowa, I think. He talks about this congressman who last year picked up a fucking, uh, a journalist and threw him on the ground, right? And broke his glasses. And I don't know if you ever saw that footage, right? This guy just fucking no. went wacko and picked up this fucking journalist and whacked him on the ground. And and Trump's like, yeah, that was the way to do it. That's a fucking tough guy. <laughs> and I was like, did you even realize one minute ago you were talking about the fucking Saudis carving up some guy alive, and now you're kind of condoning beating up fucking journalists? Well, he's a fan of Putin, and Putin does that shit all the fucking right. time. Right, yeah. You're exactly right. He is. And so does Kim Jong-il, or whatever his name is. Kim Jong-un. Oon. Sorry, Un. Who was ill? Was Oh, mentally ill. That's right. Yeah, that was his dad. 
Was Ill his dad for real or not? Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel sorry for Kim Jong-un, maybe. I know that him and Donald have written those love letters together. Did you see him say that when Trump was talking about them writing love letters to each other? I did see something like that, yeah. But uh, I wonder, maybe Kim Jong-un doesn't want to be a fucking super bad guy because he's kind of young. And maybe he just, you know, he just kind of got thrust into that thing where that's what it is over there. Maybe he's just like, fuck it. Let's just become part of the fucking world and live like regular people. This is fucking stupid. You know, I haven't wondered that because I, I get the same sense. Like maybe he's like, Jesus Christ, do I have to do? And like maybe he's trying to live up to this right. dictator just, thing. But at the same time, I mean, he's kind of let some pretty heinous shit fucking continue. But, but I mean, what? who knows if he's even really in power? There might be a couple of fucking generals there. They're like, look, dude, you do what the fuck we say because he's just a fucking kid to some of these old. They could probably easily overthrow Kim. I mean, do they really have any loyalty to anybody? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, that's a weird regime because apparently the the supreme leader is like, I mean, it's not just like the guy in charge. It's like God. I mean, he's worshipped like a God. Right. That'd be and, kind of a, I mean, that's that's how, like a lot to put on somebody. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I kind of, when we talk about the hypersloth island. Right. We're not going to be gods on that well, island. We're not making people worship us. They just want to. They will flock to the island. This is right. True. I mean, of course they will. We are Especially priceless. We get unlimited supply of little blue pills. Yes, indeed. And a lot of MAGA hats. <laughs> Fucking A, bring on the MAGA hats. <laughs> I, wanna, I think I smell a little gift for you for Christmas. Oh, no. And I will pay you $100 to walk around your town wearing a fucking MAGA hat. Give me give me one that's like half a size too big and with a, a flat bill so I can look like a retard like Kanye. Oh, my God. I would love to do that for you. I, and you know what? We'll leave the price tag on it like Aunt B or whoever that lady was. <laughs> no, no. Who was that? That was uh, from Hee Haw. God damn. Yeah. Minnie. Minnie Pearl. Mm. Minnie Pearl. Wasn't that her name? That was her. God, she was hot. She was she was pretty famous, and she was kind of hot in her day. But damn, do you know how long she was on Hee Haw? I think I read this somewhere a couple weeks ago. Really? Okay. Yeah, she was on Hee Haw like 50 fucking two years or something insane. She had like an insanely long career. Hee Haw did not run for 52 years. Maybe she just wasn't on Hee Haw, but she, I'm telling you, she was famous for a lot of years. I think she like got famous when she was just a little kid. I'm looking up Minnie Pearl. <laughs> to the net. To the net. To the bat net. Minnie Pearl. Oh, shit, she's still alive. She's 108. No, actually, she's not. But years active, she died of a stroke in 1996, March 4th to be exact. She uh, wow. she was active from 1940 to 1991. Good. 1990? What the fuck yeah. did she do in 91? Uh. I don't know. It doesn't say. I'm not going to go. I mean, her IMDb is like almost as long as my penis flaccid. Good Lord. Yeah, exactly. I don't have time to read through this. Covers five decades. Let me put it that way. That IMDb listing does not need a blue pill. No, it doesn't. Well, it does because it's flaccid. Oh, that's true. She, She wrote one, two, three, four, five. She wrote six books. 
Mini Pearl did. Did they all come with price tags attached? Of course they did. This one's called price tag. It came with a price tag hat. <laughs> she, you know what? This is kind of the shocking part. She only had one, two, three, five albums. She I would have thought, I mean, wasn't she known as a singer? I don't know. What's shocking? Like actress. What's shocking to me, she had albums. I didn't know that she had albums. Oh, she she released a number of single records for RCA Victor in the 1950s with Grandpa Jones. Hmm. Oh, Grandpa Jones. Now I recall. Now, Chet Adkins, wasn't he the guy that played guitar? Was he the, oh, Buck Owens. You know what? That's who I want to look up. Let's look up Buck Owens. Remember him? I do. I do. But I also remember Still Chet alive. Atkins. Chet Atkins was a badass guitar player. Yeah, they just, that's, she played with Chet Atkins too. Oh, uh, yeah. Buck Owens died in 2006. How about Roy? What was that guy's name's Roy? What was his last name? Uh, Roy. I think he was a good guitar player too, but yeah, what was he was his pretty name? famous too before. Uh, Roy Clark. Roy Clark, yeah. Roy Clark. Still alive. What? Clark is 85 years old right now and still alive. Holy in Virginia. Shit. That's impressive. Because you know what? I think I saw him not that long ago on like a TV special where he was still playing guitar. Really? And I'll tell you what. I've always wanted one of those red, white, and blue guitars like Buck Owens had. Remember oh, that yeah. guitar? I do. That was an impressive stick. What other podcast in 2018 is talking about Hee Haw? Only the good ones, brother. Only the, <laughs> Only good. the good ones. That's right. The one that I can think of. Yeah, well, only the good one. Too bad Roy Clark in his updated picture looks like he's been hitting the sauce a little hard, though. God wow. well. If he can hit the sauce hard and still make it to 85. That's true. Me he has his own website. He's playing November 30th. He's gigging. Damn, so he's kind of like a willy. Yeah. I mean, he's not giving up. I can't, it's called, uh, he'll be in Ponca City, Oklahoma, for a conversation with Roy Clark. It's, it's a, con- a casino, let me guess. Oh, my God, he looks cool, dude. He's playing a pretty fucking hardcore guild uh, flat top cutaway. It's a nice fucking looking stick. Damn. He's also a philanthropist, I want you to know. So before you go beating up on Roy, saying that he's playing at a casino, he's actually playing it. Uh, it's a Starbucks knockoff, but he's gonna—he's planning on filling it up. He gives some chips away. All the geriatrics will come out and see him. And by chips, you mean like the alcoholic anonymous chips, right? <laughs> no, no, he has none of those. Twenty-four-hour chips. His philanthropy is—he'll roll the dice for you. <laughs> oh, really? With yeah. money, and he takes a cut. He'll blow on the dice and let you roll them. Did you get Did you get a Mega Millions tickets, Rufus? I got. Oh, I loaded up, man. I got uh, five quick picks. Right. And, right. and then I did. I did one where I picked the numbers. Right. That's hard, dude. You almost need like a PhD to fucking figure that out. Yeah. I every number I picked, I felt like a failure. I'm like, you know, no, God damn it. Five of those fill out yourself, and I did get some quick picks as well. But to fill your numbers out, I did one with like birthdays, right? Yeah. The rest of them, honest to God, I just made fucking designs on the fucking numbers, doing the five numbers. And then I made an L on one, right? And then I did like every other row, one over for another one. 
Because I was like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know what fucking numbers to play. It's, it's too much pressure to pick your own numbers. It's way it too much pressure. My mom said, here's the best advice my mom ever got me. Never ne- gave me. Never One time you forget to play the lottery and those come up, it's going to be your fucking fault. Always do quick pick. She might be right about that. Most people win on quick picks, but I think that's just because most people are like, quick pick me. They're too busy texting to fill out their own numbers. I looked at, let me ask you this. I looked at the winners on the uh, Mega Millions page, and they had the winners holding up their big checks. Most were like $1 million, $2 million. One was fucking $533 million. But they were all people, you know, except right. for one who was a happy face and it said anonymous. And I'm like, that's going to be fucking me. For me God too. Do you know what's no, funny? On the, local news tonight, on the local news tonight, they had a story. And my local newsletter, Jennifer Copeland, by the way, is super duper hot, I might add. But she was doing a story on what to do if you win the lottery. Right? And the first thing was, don't tell anybody. Yes. Basically, pull your shade, don't do anything unusual, and call a trust lawyer, right? And they even had, a, like, a guy that they interviewed that does nothing but these trusts for people that win the lottery. Really? Yeah. And, you know, because I guess one of the things that they run into a lot was people would win in groups, right? The other advice was never play with a group of fucking people. Oh, I can because see that. it never turns out good. And it was like people that won, like, you know, 40 people had to split $2 million, but they had to sue the guy who had the fucking ticket because he's like, fuck you. I'm keeping this fucking ticket. And I think they actually had to settle. Well, here's the mistake I made tonight. The guy, Uh my my Indian guy, Jesse, right? Yes. The guy that works at my Friendly Mart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He, uh, he can't play, right, because he's on the clock. So oh, now, okay. Jesse's been here for a while, but he still doesn't speak the best English. So I'm okay. like, Jesse, let's me and you go in on a ticket, right? Okay. I'll buy the ticket, and we'll go in on it. So I bought the ticket, mm-hmm. and he gave me $18 and change, which means he did not go in on the ticket. Oh. He kept the ticket. What? But... I signed the back of the ticket. So, yeah, I don't, I mean, who's in the right there? I guess I am. I signed the ticket, and legitimately, Jesse did not pay me for the ticket. And it's all on camera, I would imagine. Yeah, a camera that he has control over. This sounds like uh, an afternoon movie thriller. In the yeah, right and what's going to happen? I, I got to admit, on the way home, I was like, what did you do? You just <laughs> the fucking winning ticket. But it has your name on it. That's key. It has your name. But, of course, he's going, does your name look like your name, or is it one of those signatures that's like a sloppy? I got to admit, I kind of scribbled it on there oh. quick because there was people waiting behind me. He can practice it and be like, this is my name. This is how I, I know. It. And you know what? I don't even know what his real name is, so I probably couldn't even track him down. Here's the picture, Rufus. I said, okay, let me take a picture of the thing so I know if I won or not. I didn't have my phone. Didn't My phone was in the car. It's 2018, zigzag. I know. So I scribbled down the numbers on a piece of paper, right? 
And I don't even know if I got them all right. Wait! He didn't give you back the original slip of paper? He did, but I that was a quick pick. I oh, got all oh done. I bought all my own personal stuff, right? And then I'm like, Jesse, do you get to play? He's like, oh, I cannot play on the clock. I cannot play, Mr. Zigzag. And I said, well, then let's go in on one. I'll buy it, and you give me a dollar. And he didn't give me a dollar, but he kept the ticket. Well, why in the world did you let him keep the ticket, Zigzag? I don't know, because I he couldn't. There was a major league communication barrier going on all of a sudden. And now looking back, talking to you right now, I'm thinking maybe he did it on purpose. Maybe he knew exactly what I was fucking saying, and now he's got control of the ticket. I think he has control of the ticket, especially if your signature on the back is sloppy because he can take ownership of that. It is, and I thought about that on the ride home, too. I'm like, why didn't you print your name? If you go in... My screen went black. If you go to that store tomorrow and the door is locked... Jesse's gone. I'm going to be angry with you. Mom got very ill. I don't know. There'd be big trouble. Let me put. I'm, all I was thinking about was now is like let nobody win. Let's just hope nobody wins. Well, nobody's won for a while. I mean, that's why it's up to one I know. fucking billion dollars. That's that insane. Is insane. It is fucking insane. I mean, the cash payout is what five hundred and sixty-three million. I'm cool with that. I'll take. I mean, that. that's the cash you get to take home, or do you get like half of half? Isn't that what they say? I don't even care what they say. I'll, I'll take half of half. That's okay. So you would get like $250 million. Okay. I'm cool. going to have to be honest with you. Not enough. Doesn't sound like a big <laughs> <laughs> Well, invest it in Friendly Mart. I will. Mart stock. So you know what I'll invest it in? Frozen orange juice. <laughs> and blue pills. Me, me and Eddie Murphy. One of, one of the greatest movies ever, I might add, Trading, trading Places. This is a great fucking movie. Oh my god! They don't. You know what? Did they try to remake that? I don't know if they did or not. And I hope they don't. I hope they don't either. Just, just let it be. You know what I mean? I watched it a couple of weeks ago with commercials. I might add, and I was thoroughly fucking entertained. I didn't even get to see uh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis's tits, and I still was like, Ooh. I can still watch this. I, I can still suffer through this. It is. It's a great movie, even without her boobs. But, uh, goddamn, isn't she so fucking... Oh, my God, dude. I remember when that movie came out on VCR, just sitting in front of the fucking TV and just going back and forth over that fucking part of the movie. I know it sounds disgusting and sick. It doesn't sound disgusting. Oh, I was crusted onto a sheet for about a week. Dude, I, I, I'm, what, 44 years old? I can tell you within the past month or two, I've probably Googled images for uh, you know, the scenes from that movie. And uh, she is just uh she's a beautiful woman. And you know, she doesn't even look that bad now. And she went with the all out makeup and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And in the long run, I think it's paying off for her. Oh you yeah. Know, in the yeah. short run, she probably would have looked better for a while, but I think now you just see these people do they get so much fucking surgery. <laughs> have you seen Ray Liotta in those fucking Shantex commercials? No, what is a Shantex? It's a non smoking like a patch. Right oh, or yeah. um, something, but Ray Liotta is on those, and you know I love Ray Liotta's movies, and I liked him on TV too. But yeah. now he just has so much surgery that he doesn't even look like himself. Have you seen Mickey Rourke? 
Oh yeah, I have. <laughs> what? What? How can you even look in the mirror and think that you look like a fucking sane human being looking like that? That guy looks like a poorly made sock puppet. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, that's that is a fucking great equivalent. He looks like one of those, yeah, that monkey puppet. You know what I'm talking about? That monkey, that like that sock monkey. Yes, he looks like a sock monkey. <laughs> He yes. totally fucking does. He looks very strange. This is true. I mean, I don't know. You you have to get a doctor and fucking sue somebody if that happens to your face. The separate, uh, he probably spent whatever little bit of money he had left on that. He's got a shitload of money, dude. I mean, he's, his career is doing pretty good. He was in Iron Man 2. The wrestler. The wrestler was a really fucking good movie. The wrestler was a good movie. It was I mean, a I'm, goddamn I'm not even good dogging movie. his fucking acting. It's his personal life that is so fucking screwed up. Yeah, but the thing is, is I think if you're that fucked up enough to get that much work done, you probably look in the mirror and you're you're cool with it. I mean, are you just so unhappy with what you see in the mirror when you're just a regular looking person? I guess that's what I don't understand. I mean, at some point, these people have to look at themselves and go, I'm not, I, you know, I guess I don't look better than I did before I had all this done. You're thinking of shallow people. I mean, it's not normal people that get that shit done. Right. You know, know, I saw this most disturbing show where this, like this little gay guy was like the most plastic surgery person in the world. He had like fucking a hundred surgeries. I think I've seen that guy. He's trying he to look butt like a... implants. I mean, he had all kinds of fucking weird shit. Is that the guy who's trying to look like a Ken doll or something? I, it might have been. Yeah, I think it was. I think and that's even what they call him, even though he doesn't look anything like a Ken doll. He looks like a short little tiny weirdo. More Are like you? a Pinocchio or something. Yeah, he looks very odd. He does. I mean, if I looked at a Ken doll, if I had a Ken doll... And then that guy, I would never go, this is the fucking human Ken doll. Just in sheer stature. Now, if they could add like six inches to someone being tall or something, I would think more people would have a surgery like that. They can do that. They can, but they have to, uh, they put these brackets on your shins or your like femurs. Like elongate your legs. Yeah, and they like cut your bone in half and then stretch it as it's healing. That seems apparently it's painful as fuck. <laughs> I think I'd rather just still continue to wear twenty nine legs in the jeans and not worry about stretching my leg to a thirty two, even though they're easier to find in my waist uh, size. I I just put hockey pucks in my shoes. You know what? I noticed that about you. You know what? That's probably why people like Marilyn Manson wear those fucking shoes with like a seven inch heel on it, like a platform. If you could those just are, make those where your feet went down into the shoe, so it looked like part of your leg, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're like, oh, those aren't super high platform shoes. You just make them look like feet. I would love shoes that look like feet. They probably, I'm sure there's some kind of clown shoe that looks like a foot. What do you think? Like these giant oversized feet? Yeah, you can get that at Spencer's Gifts. Can you? I don't know. Probably. When's the last time you were at a Spencer's Gift? I was at a Spencer's Gift uh, three years ago. I was at one. Dude. Still as entertaining as fucking ever. It's like the, it's kind of like the first time you smoked pot's paradise. 
You're this like, is oh, so yeah, depressing. Centers is cool. And apparently it's a great place to go when you're turning over 40 or 50 because they have all those weird you're never going to have sex again shit. You know yeah. what I mean? We went, it, it's got to be like a month or two ago, we went to a, a mall in Lufkin where they have an AMC movie theater. So we went to see a movie. I don't remember what movie now. We got there early. We walked around the mall and there was a Spencer's gift. And I was like, holy fucking shit. So we went in there and I felt like a kid for a while and looked at some naughty shits and some <laughs> stupid pranks. And we came out last weekend. I took my son to that same mall to see, uh, I don't remember the movie now, so it wasn't that good. Venom. Venom, yes. It actually was not that bad, but it wasn't great. But we walked around the mall and that Spencer's gift was shut down. What? Gone. Turns out they were selling synthetic marijuana out of the Spencer's Gift at the Lufkin Mall. I wish I'd known that the first time I was there. Dude, I was—I actually looked into maybe getting some of the Bud Buddies uh, distributed through Spencer's Gifts at one point. They have 600 stores. Did you know that? Now they apparently they only have 599. Yes, they do. Yeah, unless they move, maybe they just moved. No, I think that's highly unlikely that they just moved. Maybe they like KFC. They moved into a, a cardboard box out by the dumpster. No, they did a partnership with Exxon. So now there's like a gas station with a KFC and a Spencer's Gifts. And a Taco Bell Express. Yes. And a <laughs> You're a pretty sad person, I think. I never witnessed it, but I know that they sold like dildos and vibrators and shit there. Imagine going to the Spencer's Gift and buying a fucking vibrator. I mean, obviously it happened. And you're like, <laughs> this is just a joke. Isn't that what you say every time you buy something like that? Hey, it's a gag gift for a bachelor party. I'm not it's really going to... gag, I mean my lover's going to gag on it. Yeah, or I am all alone <laughs> in my own dark office oh, after my work. All dressed in some pantyhose and a $300 lipstick. Yes, I'm having a, a party. I'll take some uh, hosiery and a big fat black dildo and a ball gag. Yeah, and all... I'm going to roofie myself. And some blue pills. With some blue, yeah. And the blue pills, so I can jack off in my sleep. It happens, I'm sure. Like I said, I've never had uh, a wet dream. I always wake up before I get to the wet part of the dream. Yeah, me too, and I'm always a little disappointed. But let yeah. me ask you this. This is a different type of wet dream. I have this dream a lot where... In the dream, I'm like, damn, I really need to pee. Oh, and, yes. And in the dream, I, I seriously like let loose and take a big leak. But then I wake yeah. up and you I just need you to leak. yourself? And I, I never wet myself. It, is that in I my ninja? Same dream. I had that dream multiple times last night, and I never woke up like covered in urine. But I did wake up and have to lunge toward the bathroom. Right. I, you know what's so frustrating is when you know you have to pee... And you just go back to sleep for like an hour. You're like, fuck it. I'm not getting up to pee. Then you wake up later and you're like, oh, I still have to pee. But then you like force yourself to go back to sleep again. Then when you wake up and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm going to fucking piss my pants. Yeah. The problem with me is I can't, if I have any inkling of the tinkling, I can't sleep. <laughs> That's probably a good way to be. You know what? I've been fortunate as many times as I've passed out drunk in my life. That I've never wet the bed either. I haven't either. Knock on wood. Fist bump. We are superior human beings. Yeah. Fist bump. Fist bump for not peeing the bed. I'm going to 
do you think in other countries, you know, like over here when something bad happens in France, we have like little France things that we put over our Facebook pages. Do you think in other countries people do that for America? Or you think they're just like, fuck America. Those fucking uh, ass. I don't think anybody ever feels sorry for America, do they? And right when show, they probably should not. I mean, maybe 9-11, but none of that shit existed for 9-11. Right. What else has happened since then other than just the random school shooting? I mean, the, the Vegas shooting was probably a big fucking deal, but I don't remember any of that happening. You know what's crazy, dude? As wild as that fucking whole thing was, you didn't really hear that much about it. I was listening to Sam Harris's podcast just yesterday, and he was talking to somebody about right now. A uh, a reporter for the Rolling Stone. He's talking to this guy, and they were both talking about like the attention span of the American public is oh, so yeah. fucking minuscule. He's like the biggest random shooting that killed the most people in the our, our fucking history happened in Vegas a and in forty eight hours. Yeah, and and, and with a forty eight hour coverage span, it was gone. You never right. heard about it. No one fucking knows mm-hmm. about it. They still don't even know what the guy's motive was or oh, they anything don't. about it. Well, you know what? Chances are maybe they do. And they just, they're like, yeah, that, if that got out, that sure would be fucking bad news. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and, crazy. you know, the casinos, they don't want that kind of fucking footage. The NRA, they don't want fucking that going on. You know, the concert companies, everybody's like, yeah, shut that shit down. That's bad what? for business. I mean, in well, America, that's what it comes down to. Fucking business. That's it. People don't have rights. Corporations have more rights than fucking people. They can run up a bunch of debt and fucking walk away. Fucking person can't do that. Corporations and, and money. And this guy also covered um, a really interesting guy. I can't think of his name now, but he also covered the big housing financial crisis, like when it was happening, and talk about all the criminal fucking shit. It wasn't oh, just like... Yeah just like mistakes that were made. I mean, it was like absolute fucking criminal fucking bullshit. Oh yeah. Nobody spent any time in prison for. Nope. And even got bonuses, even though. Oh yeah. And better jobs at different companies. They just like swap the heads of the fucking companies. They're just like, Oh, okay. Well you can't work here anymore. Why don't you come work over here? And this guy will go over there and fucking work. Yeah. But it wasn't even just the companies. I mean, this was like, it went to like federal grand juries and shit, and they oh, still yeah. got nothing. You know, right. it was the government in cahoots. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they had to put the same people back into fucking power because they don't, the government doesn't know how to fucking do that kind of shit. They don't know how to rig it. That's the problem. All that shit is fucking rigged. You know, the whole fucking economy is rigged. And I'm not, I'm not saying this is like some kind of conspiracy weirdo, it's just how it fucking operates. Yeah, well, you know, it's all money. Too big to fail. That's the real fucking deal, sadly enough. Should they let them fail? They should have. But then what? Then who loses? The people fucking lose their houses and shit. Mm-hmm. Did you it ever see that movie? Fight. I think it was called The Smartest Guy in the Room. Or was it The Big Short? Uh, no, I've, that, I've, I've heard of it, but I have not seen it, no. Because what it really came down to was the banks knew that they had all these bogus fucking loans, Right? Because they're giving people too much money for these houses and stuff, expecting these people... What they expected was the price of the houses just to fucking keep going up forever. Right. Right? But they knew it wasn't realistic. So what they did was they sold what they called insurance against these fucking portfolios. Right? And they only sold it to themselves. 
So when all the shit fucking went upside down, the bank only had to pay its fucking self. It started its own insurance company and sold a bunch of stock in the insurance company, right? So it collected a bunch of cash, and then when it all fucking folded, their insurance company had to pay the fucking banks all the money that the people invested in the insurance company. I mean, it's a total fucking fix. I mean, seriously, it's a total fucking fix. And the older I get, the more I realize shit is just like that. I mean, that's just how it operates. Yeah, it's a racket. Hey, so Canada just legalized weed. That's right, they did. Nationwide for Canada. You're close to Canada, closer to Texas. Does that mean anything for your business? Can you... uh... No, because the federal government right now won't... It doesn't recognize cannabis as like a true legal crop, right? So we can't trade internationally. As of now. I mean, that's just for now. I mean, who knows? Could change. Do you think it's a big deal that Canada just fucking did this and, and other countries are going to take note? Oh, yeah, America? I think so. I mean, really, Canada is a pretty progressive place. Have you ever yeah. been to Canada? I've never been, but I I, I know that they are. The deal about Canada is the us. people are fucking friendly. You know what I mean? It's not. I mean, people in Canada are nice people, and it's probably because most of them are high, but they're not. They're not Americans. They're not, you know, they have centralized health care. But everybody yeah. in Canada lives, I don't want to say pretty well, but there's not, you know, there's not a ton of homeless people. And I'm sure they've got homeless people, but it's not like America where if you're down on your fucking luck, you're shit out of luck. You know what I mean? You're not getting a right. fucking leg up from your neighbor or from, you know, some kind of thing they put together to get people off drugs. I mean, that's what America lacks, a lot of those fucking basic things to help people be better. Well, you know, also like in America, if you're down on your luck, well, fuck you. Should have worked harder. Should have fucking, you know, should have done something. Like, I was reading this thing in the paper the other day, and this guy's comment was like, well, you know, the average median income where I live is $43,000. That's where it is where I live, you know, and why should people need fucking public assistance for their heat bills? And I chimed in and said, look, that, that that's the average fucking income. That means there's a million fucking people out there that don't make that kind of fucking money that need help. You know what I mean? He's like, well, they should get a second job. And I said, the problem is, and I'm not trying to be, the problem is corporate welfare. You don't make the fucking company pay enough for people to fucking live on. Right. You know what I mean? But they work there 30 hours a week. They can't go out and get another fucking job. You know what I mean? I mean, they could, but that's not fair. Somebody used to be in America. You could fucking get one job and survive on it. You didn't need to get fucking three jobs. You know what I've noticed about Canada? No one ever attacks them, and they never attack anyone, and there's never a, a, a fucking, like, terrorist attack in Canada. You know why? Because people get what they need. They don't go fucking nuts. Right. You know what I mean? If you need fucking mental health help, you go get it. You just don't go, I can't afford it. I guess I'm fucking not going to take my pills and go crazy and shoot up fucking 50 people. I don't know. The whole healthcare thing just, for me, I don't know why people wouldn't want other people to be healthy. I don't get what the big deal is when people are like, you know, I, I know a couple guys who, you know, they're just racist. They're only Trump supporters because they're racist, right? I mean, that's what it boils down to. I think that really that's all your average Trump supporter is, is just a racist person deep down. I wouldn't go that far. But... Really? Yeah. Because if you look at what brings them together, it's always like we hate Muslims. We hate fucking, 
the Mexicans are coming to steal your jobs and impregnate your fucking daughters. I mean, I, I real. I mean, honestly, I think that's all people want to tell. Immigration to me is just another way of saying fucking racism. I don't know because I like Mexicans. Because people can come from Denmark, he's welcoming people from Denmark or wherever. He, you know, they don't have to go through. You know, his 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 wife did chain migration. She got her fucking parents made American citizens, but he wants to end that for normal people. I don't know. I mean, that's just my take. I think it's just. I think it's just brought people together over good old American values. He doesn't put up with people's bullshits with me. Menzi fucking is racist. Well, I just don't know why. It's kind of going back to Canada, I guess. But I don't know why. Like, a police here is a, a public utility, right? Like EMS, public utility, fire right. people, public utility. If the cops come and stop a fight, you don't have to pay the cops. You don't get a bill from the cops to do anything to save your fucking life. Why aren't doctors like part of that system where it's like, yeah, it's your life and well-being. You don't have to pay for it. They're just there to save your fucking life. It's because of insurance companies. Yeah, that's true. That's totally true. Insurance companies only exist to make profits. They don't. You don't even. If you wanted real health insurance for America, right? Take out the fucking insurance companies. They make fucking record billions of dollars in profits because they're unnecessary. Because they don't do That's anything. True. They don't make anything. They just fucking make deals with the hospitals. You know what I mean? Using your money and keep what the fucking difference is. So there's a deal to be made with the hospital. Let the fucking government make the deal. That's they make better saying. deals. The government doesn't give a shit about the people getting screwed fuck over in that situation. The government right. can like outlaw insurance. And you know something. what? Here's another thing. Here's another beef I got America with America, Rufus. And it's not, it's not, again, I'm going to reiterate, it's not a love it or leave it. It's a love it or fix it, America, is what I want. But it used to be, like, people wanted their kids to do better than themselves, right? People aspired to be like, okay, Johnny, I didn't fucking get to finish high school, but I want you to finish high school and go to college, right? right. But now it's like fucking people have gotten so jaded and so angry and so whatever that they're like, Fuck you, Johnny. My life sucked, and your fucking life's going to suck, too, you fucking jack-off. You know what I mean? I just feel like that's how your average American is now. Like, they're p- the parents of people. They're like, don't you, know. Fuck, you don't know what it's like to dig ditches. You know what? Now you're going you're gonna to know. I don't want you to do better than me. I'm better than you, you little shit. I don't know. I almost see it the opposite. Like, people are thinking their kids should be entitled to everything. I don't know. My wife works at a school, and she's like, "There, most parents are fucking pieces of garbage." Well, that's what I mean. But when okay, so whenever their kids get bad grades, do they punch their kids, or do they go to the teachers and be like, "Why did you get my kid a bad grade?" Both, a little bit of both. But I just it, really, what it comes up to me is they don't fucking care. They're like, "Yeah, Johnny got a fucking two point or a F on his fucking report card. Let's go drink beer at Chuck E. Cheese." Right. You know, exactly. Who fucking cares? They think they think that their kids should just get everything they want without them having to fucking try. I I don't see. I don't even think it's that. I think they just don't even care what their fucking kid gets. They're like, right? Who gives a fuck? He's not entitled to anything, but we ain't gonna help him do anything either. You know, just gonna be sucky, Johnny. You're just gonna be on the fucking food stamps, just like us or whatever. Fuck it. Ain't so bad. They're too lazy to come and argue with the fucking. 
teachers. That's the problem. Well, of course they are. They're like, yeah, I don't have time. Well, my wife told me that, you know, once a week they have uh, a kid, you know, a kid gets in trouble and the parents show up to do whatever. And she's like, they show up smelling like fucking a bar or smoke in their fucking dirty pajamas. You know what I mean? In a dirty sweatshirt. And they're like, so why are you guys picking on Johnny? That's what I'm saying. The parents shouldn't even be like defending the kid. The parents should be like, why the fuck are you pissing the teacher off? Well, I mean, there's goddamn shit work. They just, yeah. Well, any, anything, anything that ever happens, everyone is the fucking victim. That's the other American way. Yeah, that's true. I'm the victim. What'd you fucked me over? I didn't do anything to deserve this. You're this or that. You hate people with red hair. I mean, which is true, but I mean, (laughs) it's an outrage culture. It's just everybody, everybody's only sensitive to their own plight. You know what I mean? They don't have any fucking, they don't have any feelings for what you might be going through, but they're like, woe is me, but fuck you. Yeah. I think that's what's wrong with America. Everyone's so fucking self-centered and self-involved. They're like, I deserve everything, but fuck you. You don't deserve anything. You don't even deserve health insurance because I have it. And this so. is exactly why I don't watch the news or, or get involved in politics. And I only deal one-on-one with people throughout the day because people are fucking cool. Are they? Where have you been? By and large, every guy. I'd like I've, to be in your little cartoon. Just turn off the fucking TV, man. It's not that. And I do enjoy getting, you know what, dude, I'm telling you. My blood pressure is good because of, of watching the TV. I, I can feel when my heart is racing. I'm like, damn, that's like a fucking workout. I feel like I just fucking ran like eight miles because I was so amped up. That's not good. No, I don't even. I don't even give a shit. You know what? To me, it's almost comical. Honestly, Rufus, I'm like, really? They, I mean, it, it is comical because you just look at it and it's like, a, I don't know what. It's obscenely ridiculous. It is. That's why I, absurd, I guess I would call it. Because you're like, this is so transparent that you just think that everybody would look at it and go, this is ridiculous. But they don't. They don't. They're like, this is real. And he, they're saying this, and that must be true. And you're like, there's just no way. That's why I ignore it all. Man, my life is pretty fucking sweet. Whatever happens, happens. I, I, can't oh, I, mean, make a I agree with that. I don't care. But I just don't like that people don't have empathy. I think that's I think that's what our country lacks now is empathy for other people. I just think that's how selfish Americans are now. We just are like, meh, fuck everybody else. And that's what makes me mad about these Republicans is my my grandpa was a he came over from Italy, right? He was a mm-hmm. refugee. And now they probably wouldn't let him in or whatever, but it's like all these people are like, Well, we're here, so fuck it. It's ours now. There was no right. you know we don't want any more people to come and make their lives better. All full. Because they got their chance, so now they get to decide that other people don't get chances. World's fucked up. World is a fucked up place. So anyway, do you and your wife watch porn together? Have you ever done that? No, we only make it together. Well, all right, but have you ever made it then watched it together, I guess? No, never. She's against it. She's against watching porn? Yes. Or she's against watching porn with you? Both. She's quite a How do you know? Maybe she's watching porn when you're not around. Uh, no, I, I have checker phone and computer. Uh, okay, you make sure she's not watching porn. Yeah. 
and you're not around. Fair I, enough. I, I make the money. I get to make the rules, too. Oh, okay. You go through her texts, do you? Let yeah. me see that. I'm CC'd on everything. I don't, I'm just wondering who these couples... It, do you think couples are really watching porn together? And if they are, do you think they're really happily married? Not couples that I would feel comfortable hanging out with. I would feel a little creeped out. I just... I don't know if I can enjoy the idea of a woman watching someone get fucked and being like, yeah, fucking give it to her. That's right. Yeah. Spray down her fucking face now. Especially, you know, since I don't have like the ability to say cut cut time out okay get the fluffer over here you know so what takes me a minute and a half i can't stretch out into 45 minutes <laughs> right there's a lot of pressure there a lot yeah. of build-up too I, mean, honestly, like, I don't even watch thing already i mean if i had my way 10 seconds and our love life would be right. over then back to drinking beer and eating pizza yeah, or just going back to bed. <laughs> going going back. So you get morning sex that often, do you, that you get to get it and then sleep in and go back to sleep? Uh, it's, on the way, it's not during the day because the kid has to go to school and stuff. And right. I'm going to sleep as late as possible. But during the weekend, yeah. I mean, she gets up early, and I send her a text. You know, she's like, if you want it, come get it. I'm about to get up. <laughs> oh, my. If you want it, come get it, or I'm pleasuring myself. Good day to you, ma'am. I would, I would never be that bold. Oh, she would be angry. That you were going to pleasure yourself? What does she oh, think on all the days that happens and you don't get sex? I, I think she's just, holding out for her. She blocks those thoughts out of her mind. She believes you're just because you only last one minute. She's like, God bless Rufus. He's been waiting all week for this. I'm, I'm chased. I'm quite chased. Are you? She chased you around in her French maid outfit, trying to get her hands on you, and you're like, no, when you wear that outfit, I want you to do one thing only, and that's clean the fucking toilets. (laughs) Man, I wish you'd do that even without that outfit, but no, our toilets are filthy. (laughs) There's just not enough time in the day, my friend. Oh, there's not. When you're a stay-at-home mom, you're so busy. Agree. I'm, I had to look over my shoulder. I don't want really to get in trouble. I'm with you. And you know, the one thing, though, my wife is good at, and it, it's laundry. Really? Yeah, because really, you don't have to do that much. Now, if she was, if she had to beat it on a rock <laughs> or something, I guarantee it would be fucking knees deep in socks and underwear. But when you can just throw it in the machine, and now she's good about doing the laundry, not so good about folding it and putting it away. God damn, I'm so glad to hear that because I'm I'm in the same boat, dude. I I uh, We have a lot of clean laundry in our bedroom. <laughs> yeah, so do we. Like piles and piles of it. Yes, piles and piles and baskets full. None of it's in the <laughs> closet. None of it's on hangers. Right? I, oh my yeah. god. That is hilarious. I'm like a, a clothing spelunker just trying to find <laughs> Where is that? Where is that shirt? I do that. You know what? Same way. But my wife, God bless, does one other thing. When she does put the clothes away, she overstuffs the drawers. Like, there'll be 50 fucking shirts in one drawer, so it barely closes. And then when you pull one shirt out, like, 50 fucking shirts come out and get tangled up together. And then you try to close the drawer, and it just won't close because they're in the way. Same thing with socks. She will not put two socks together. 
right? The socks are all orphans that just get thrown in the drawer. So in the middle of the morning, I have to search for matching socks, which is, it could be robust. It's a robust adventure. I know this is probably a long shot, but if like my wife took a DNA test and your wife took a DNA test, they might find out they're related. I think they just find out they're just both women. Yeah, that's true. Which, you know what, is better than me because I don't like doing laundry at all. So, you know, I don't, when we lived at, at Roehampton, how long did we live together? Two years, maybe? Two and a half. Three. Two and a half Two. years, three years. What do you think? I probably did laundry fucking 20 times. Yeah, it's not that. It's, I mean, I, I don't like it either, but when I decide to do it, it's a project that has a beginning and an end. Right. And the shit gets done and folded and put away. And I can put a bow on it and be like, check mark, that's done. I instead have to wade through unfolded clothes. <laughs> right, and I do the same. And I, the one thing, good thing is, though, is that if I do say, where is that shirt? She usually can get me within about five feet of it. <laughs> this is true as well. She's yeah. like, I think it's over there. Check that yeah. pile. Well, sure enough, under- here it is at the bottom of this pile. Did you iron it? <laughs> she. This is another thing that she hates. When I'm like, find something. Oh yeah, I, was, I haven't seen that shirt in four months, and I'm not even saying it like snarkily. <laughs> I'm just making a fucking comment, and she thinks that I'm like being a smartass. I'm like, no, I, honestly, I just hadn't seen that shirt in four months. Wow, holy! Even God. though I looked for it every day. We do live very similar lives. Funny thing is, dude, this is so sad too is that she puts stuff in the drawers, and I never look in the drawers. I just assume that there's nothing <laughs> else to wear in the drawer. You know, I always just start looking around in the piles, and then it's like a treat to find it in the drawer, because I'll have to go, where is it? And she go, why don't you look in the drawer? Never even you. crossed my mind to look in the drawer. I do the same thing. The drawer is my, like my last hope. If it's not in a pile or under the bed or in the basket... <laughs> the drawers for stuff and it's no wonder I say I haven't seen this in like four months because I do I never look in the fucking drawer like well of course it's not in there that would be fucking ridiculous I won't even holy, waste my time holy shit it's 8 30 we never did the uh welcome to the VIP thing we need to keep that up oh whoops well we worked we worked our way right we must have been saying something extremely clever right then it was a, a pretty robust show I mean, we, it has been a great show, Rufus. And you know, even I did the last half an hour in the dark. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go buy a new computer, I guess, for the show. It didn't cut off. I mean, you're here. Can it you never see me? Cut off before, but I don't think it's recording. When it does this, I think it stops the eCam recording of my stuff because I've been checking to see if the recording was in where it always goes, where I save it to. Yeah. And it's it's not there. But can you see me? No, I can't see anything. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, I mean, it's like I can hear my computer whizzing and buzzing and stuff, but I can see nothing on the screen. Damn. Yeah, that sucks, because I love this computer. But, I mean, I looked online. It's a 2011 iMac, 27 inches. I mean, it's due to upgrade, but if I upgraded, I I just think I would want the same computer, even the same fucking model year. I don't really care. I don't use it really for work. You know, it's just kind of my... 
show studio computer. I mean, yeah. I do use it for work occasionally, but it's not the fastest computer in the world, nor does it have to be. All right. Well, I got a bolt because I got a piss in this. I got a piss dream. too, so I'm going to let you off the hook. I'm not even going to argue with you about it tonight. But uh, thanks for listening to the Hypersoft Happy Hour with the Double Z. <laughs> And the roofinator. And uh, we'll see you next week. Well, we won't see you unless you watch us online and you only see half of me, if that's even possible, but we'll find out. You have me on screen, though, or not? Can you see me? Yeah, I've been seeing you the whole time. All right, I'm going to have to remember that because I was probably picking my nose and stuff thinking that you couldn't see me any longer. You're doing more than that, buddy. Am I? We'll have a talk. You saw that when I was asking about you and your wife watching porn, you saw that I was molesting myself. I have some screenshots that are going to make me very happy later. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, when I win the lottery tonight, I will buy them back from you for $250 million. Okay. We'll start there. We'll, all right. Then I'll have to work a part-time <laughs> job after that to pay you the rest. You might. You might. You might. a second job. Oh, God. It's something that pays about 30000 an hour. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's out there. I'll have to get a job with a finance bank or whatever. All right, Rufus. Till next week, are you going to play us out with Beer Food? Yeah, if I can find the studio, yeah. All right, folks, this is the Double Z signing out because I got a piece super duper bad. Check you next week. Ah! Ah! Ah!